Hello, and welcome to the Major Gifts Fundraiser podcast. I'm Monica Van Deventer. Let me tell you a little bit about the tribe we're building here at Major Gifts Fundraiser. We're working with people like you who want to be among the very best in this field. You want to accomplish great things. You want to challenge yourself. You want to grow, and you are up for going on a journey because you know a journey is what it takes to become the very best version of yourself. You're listening to this podcast because you know that in order to be a great fundraiser, you have to spend time thinking about how you'll be a great fundraiser. You can learn more about our new online training programs at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. And without further ado, here's Clark. Buenos dias, mis amigos. Hey, Clark Van Deventer here from Major Gifts Fundraiser. Hope that you are having a great day. Hey, you've been getting lots of emails from people wondering, what's up with the podcast? It's been months since I last published an episode. All right. This is episode number 127 of the podcast. Uh, if you look back on the history of this podcast, you'll notice a consistent theme, long periods of consistency, followed by long periods of absence. And the cycle repeats itself, right? I'll, I'll publish a couple of times a week for months. And then suddenly I stop and I go months without publishing. All right. Then I get back to a couple of times a week and right. And it just keeps going. So an object at motion, right? An object in motion, an object in motion tends to stay in motion. An object at rest tends to stay at rest. So when I'm doing it, I'm in the flow. And then I stop and I can't start again. Um, and at the end of May, all right, May was our last episode. It's now the end of October. May was our last episode. And I got super busy uh, right around that time. And I took a few weeks off. And then it was like, okay, I'm going to be traveling the whole month of July. We had summer plans. And then it was like, all right, I'll get back to it in the fall. And then fall came and the kids got back into school. And yet I did not start podcasting. Which brings us to today. Here we are. I am finally doing it. So what got me to finally click record today? What happened where I just couldn't stay, stay silent anymore? All right. Um, right. What was the forcing function that finally got me to start podcasting again all right fundraisers like here we are it's almost the month of november november is thanksgiving month we own this season this is our time to shine this is when we get to all right not have to this is when we get to express gratitude to our donors to thank people for joining with us, for partnering with us to accomplish great works. And I want to lay out a basic Thanksgiving strategy for you with your donors. Um, and, and like, why am I doing this podcast now? I, I had two client calls today where I laid out this very simple strategy. Um, and, and as I was laying it out for them, I could see them going like, yes, we needed this. I wasn't thinking about this. And so now I am sharing this with you. Now, hopefully these tactics, tactics I am going to share with you, hopefully they come from a place of real gratitude. Like I hope that you are really feeling thankful. That's always the foundation with everything I share in this podcast. 
to me, without that foundation, these things I share, they just start to feel icky. So we have to start here with thankfulness and gratitude that there are people partnering with us who are giving us a piece of themselves, right? So I've given my life to a cause. I wake up every morning thinking about it. It's my job. I get paid to do this. I'm compensated, but I wake up every morning and I'm putting my life into this, right? Whatever this is for you. Now, whatever I have in life, right? Everything we have, we've traded part of our life energy to get it, right? The, my house, my car, my shoes, my kids' shoes, like I've traded part of my life energy to get that stuff. And if I have acquired wealth, I have traded some portion of my life energy to acquire that wealth. So when I, when I give money to an organization, don't let anyone ever tell you it's just money. It's not. It's, it's life. Like I'm give, when I give money, I am giving my very life, little fragments of my life. So my donor has taken their life energy and they have acquired wealth. They've likely done a good number of other things with their money, but they have acquired wealth, and now they are converting that wealth into a cause. Like, how can I not love this person? Right? You and your donor are both throwing your life energy into the very same thing. Right? This is why many of the deepest relationships I have in my life have been with donors, because we care about the same things. We are giving our lives to the same things. And so when I think about this donor, when I picture this donor in my mind's eye, the dominant feeling and emotion is gratitude, right? So this is about real and genuine and deep from within you gratitude. And if you don't feel it for your donors, you don't need this podcast. You need to do some soul searching. All right. So it's with that foundation fundraisers this ought to be easy we ought to own this month it ought to be easy to own thanksgiving this is our holiday this is our time to shine and i want to express gratitude to all of my donors in general and to a smaller number specifically and to a very small number in a very special way so here's a very simple thanksgiving strategy for you all right number one uh, you need a move, right? Something that goes out in the mail or email or both. Just a move that you send out broadly to say thank you, right? This is a card that you mail to all of your donors all time or past 36 months or whatever it is, right? This is a card, uh, the cover, it fits your brand in some way, but it's also Thanksgiving, right? It's, it's fall-ish, is a Thanksgiving table set up in your dining hall with a pumpkin pie on it with your logo and the words, thank you, right? Inside the card, I want some language that says something like, all right, it could say something like this time of year as we pause to remember all that we have to be thankful for, we think of you. Thank you for being a part of the Good Foundation. We are grateful for your support from all of us at the foundation. We wish you a happy Thanksgiving. It's that simple. All right. Now, if you ever hire a major guest fundraiser to set up your stewardship basics, there are seven thank yous we want 
set up for every first-time donor. There are four thank yous that are set up for every subsequent gift after that first gift. And then there's a flow, all right, seven generic thank yous that go out over the course of the year. In that system, this Thanksgiving card would be one of those thank yous, all right? These are just like a general flow of thanks, all right? You know how you're working on something on your computer, but there's another program running in the background? This is like that. We always want gratitude running in the background, all right? So you're going to send out some move, all right? It's going to be a card. It's going to be something, right, that goes to all of your donors, that says, thank you. We are, we are marking this moment in time. It's Thanksgiving and we are thankful for you, all of your donors. All right, so you have this, this general thank you, a Thanksgiving card to all of your donors. Maybe you can't pull off a card. Could be a letter, could be a letter with a photo. All right, something simple with all my tips. And we work with a major guest fundraiser. We work with a lot of small organizations. It's always what's possible. What can we pull off? Well, you've got to move a card, a letter, an email, something going out to everyone that says, thank you. We are thankful for you. Happy Thanksgiving. And you're sending that to everyone. Now I want you to make a list. All right. So that, that, that broad move is going to everyone. Now I want you to make a list of people you are going to make Thanksgiving calls to. Now, depending on the size of your organization, the size of this list may be different. If you're working alone, if it's just you, this may be a list of 50 people. If you have a team, it may be 100 people. All right, and then I want you to look at the names on this list. If you have a team and divide the names appropriately and start making calls, like who has relationships with these people? Who would be the natural person to call? Um, do you have the, the president making some of these calls? Is there a development officer making some of these calls? Who, who knows who, who would be appropriate? Um, I would encourage you, I hope that you have relationships. I hope you have relationships that are so tight that you could make some of these calls on Thanksgiving Day. Now, you're not gonna call everyone on Thanksgiving Day. It wouldn't be appropriate to call anyone or everyone on Thanksgiving Day. Right? Who do you want to hear from on Thanksgiving Day? You want to hear from people who are close to you, closest to you. All right. I, I hope that you have donors that you have that kind of relationship with. And if you don't, that would be an aspirational goal. Seriously, it would be a goal of mine to say, man, I want to have relationship, a relationship with my donors that's so tight that this is a call that is natural to make on Thanksgiving Day. And so I, I hope you have a few of those. And I would encourage you, make a few calls on Thanksgiving Day when, it, when it's appropriate. Um, I also like the Friday after Thanksgiving for calls, right? That's, that's a step down from a Thanksgiving Day call. Um, but I like the Friday after Thanksgiving for calls because it's there's still that, there's that Thanksgiving hangover um, people have slowed down. They're often taking the day off from work and normal routines. So I like the Friday after for Thanksgiving Day calls. The Wednesday before Thanksgiving, right, would be another day, right? So if I just think about the people I'm closest to, the absolute closest, and there just can't be a lot of these people. You can't be that close to that many people. Um, so there would be a very small number on Thanksgiving. There will be a, 
uh, my next group of people, right, relationships that are close but not quite Thanksgiving Day calls, that would be the Friday after Thanksgiving. The next group of people would go on the Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, right? And then the people I have the, the least tight relationship with, those calls may be on Monday and Tuesday, all right? And, and make these calls and just say, hey, this time of year, as we're reflecting on all that we have to be thankful for, I would be remiss if I didn't call you to say thanks. Thanks for being a part of what we're doing here. All right. Um, so you're making a list of, let's just say, 100. And if that's the appropriate list for you, and I would say be, be bold, be aggressive, make a lot of these calls. If you're making a list of 100 names of people to call, it may be right to make a list of 10 people to send gratitude letters to. All right, so this is the third piece. So you've got a big move going to lots of people. You've got a, a thank you call going to 100 people, but now you have a very special move, a gratitude letter for a smaller group of people, maybe 10 people. And again, if you have a list of 10 people and you have three people on your team who are making these calls and sending these letters, maybe you have a president, a chief advance, advancement officer, a development officer. Maybe the president takes three of these 10 names. A development officer takes three of these 10 names. And, a, and the chief advancement officer takes four. Uh, and, and again, maybe the right number for you isn't 10. Maybe it's eight. Maybe it's 11. Because these should be natural uh, letters. These should be like, it shouldn't be random. It, this letter should be born out of a real and genuine relationship. And this is a one to two page handwritten letter. That's what a gratitude letter is. A hand, one to two page handwritten letter that expresses gratitude. Handwritten, one to two pages to a specific donor for whom you feel real and genuine gratitude for specific reasons. It could be a specific gift. It, 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 it could have been 10 years ago, but this was the donor who gave the lead gift to that campaign. And wow, like I'm just remembering how you were there for us at that time, at that moment. It could be a donor who you're at a university and this donor gave to pay off the balance of a student who's enrolled at your school. And you see that student every time you're walking across campus on Tuesdays, you see that student. And every Tuesday, you think of that donor and they get that donor made to keep that student enrolled. Um, could be a donor who was with you through thick and thin, um, a donor who did something kind for you to encourage you at a time you were feeling discouraged, right? These are just letters expressing real and genuine gratitude. And, and you're gonna write a very small number of these. I, like you personally may write two or three or four of them. Um, maybe if there's multiple people in your organization writing them, you may write 10 or 12 of them. Just heartfelt letters. And I like to send these letters on about the Friday before Thanksgiving so the donors receiving theirs a few days before Thanksgiving. By the way, I love writing these letters. It's one of my favorite things I get to do every year. Uh, and I love making the calls. I love expressing gratitude. I love saying thank you in a real and genuine way. Um, now, okay, I suspect that you are starting to think about your in-giving. 
All right, maybe you're thinking about Giving Tuesday. Uh, but before we start the barrage of asking that comes at your end, and there's an appropriate place for that. Before we do that, let's be thankful for what we have. Let's express gratitude. This is our month. Let's own it, fundraisers. Let's be thankful, people. All right. That's all I've got for you today. All right. Hey, if you've got anything for me, questions, comments, email me, Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. That's Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. Maybe you're interested in our uh, list of ways to think and steward your donors, 57 ways to think and steward your donors. Um, resources you're looking for, help you're looking for, shoot me an email, Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day. All right, Monica here again. If you like what you heard on this podcast, you'll love our online training programs. You can complete our online training programs at your own pace and you can watch or listen to them from any device. And unlike that last conference you attended, the challenge questions and action steps that come with each of our modules will give you concrete things you can do today to level up as a fundraiser. You'll raise more money than ever before by developing deeper donor relationships than you ever thought possible. So head over to majorguestfundraiser.com to buy now. Thanks for listening.